Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Nonfiction Thoughts on a bonus guest gauntlet episode. I am your host, the luscious Luigi, joined by my co-host. Hello, everyone. I am Birdchild, and uh, I'm uh, going to go out on a limb and say you're probably uh, aware of a pattern by now, and uh, the keen listeners among you may predict that my next words will be something along the lines of ecstatic, pleased to be here, wonderful, excited to be here, and uh, today's no exception. I'm so happy to hear that. Is that because we have a guest veteran here today? I would uh, say yes. The first two-timer With conviction. on nonfiction thoughts. Would you like to introduce yourself once again to the audience? And I do a voice. Yes. Sure, why not? How are we all doing today? I would like to do I would like to say thank you for having me. I'm just kidding. How are you? What is going on, Lord Lion King? We're back. Thrilled to have you back here. Back like we never left. The Lord Lion King. Yes, sir. Feels good to be back. Thanks for having me. It feels incredible. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm choked up. I'm, just I'm, I'm so speechless. Emotional. <laughs> I'm so emotional. I'm speechless. It's fantastic to have you. But uh, I guess it's sort of a bittersweet, is it not, Luigi? Just a touch. I would say so. It'll be the, the last week that you are the lord yes, of this, you, you will this be club here. This establishment. You, you will be ejected from your manor. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm still going to be around, but just in a way lesser capacity. I see. I'm going to be part of an alumni group that we have. Well, that's exciting. Lobbies. So that'll be fun. Fancy. But uh, I got to yell at the university on everyone's behalf. That's nice. That'll be fun. <laughs> Before we get any further, though, with the obligatory chair lowering, I'm uh, craned over in a very awkward position yes, right now, I, looking you, for my opportunity to Bro do this. is flexing with elevation. Yeah, you look very uncomfortable. Look hunched. I'm not going down. Oh, there we go. You sometimes, sometimes you got to get the angle of the dangle right on the piston. <laughs> yeah, he, he Doesn't like, always cooperate. You, you had to pump that like a carjack or something. I did, like I did. <laughs> it wasn't one smooth motion. You had to like, you had to like, yeah. That, like that one, on laborious. one of those hand carts, uh, those mine carts, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Up, down, up, down. Red dead moment. <laughs> that know, is literally a whole mission in that. That's, if you've, have you ever played Red Dead 2? I have not. I haven't. Okay, so there's one mission in which you were quite literally trying to outrun a train on that you on trolleys. a bridge that you planted dynamite all over, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and you need to outrun it on one of those hand trolleys, <laughs> and it's hilarious. Because the, and there is a way, in fact, that if you do not pump fast enough, the bridge will blow you up. Yeah, or Realism the train will run you down. Surprising. Either or. Top tier mission, though. Absolutely stunning. You know, for a game uh, that prides itself on realism. Yeah. Same. I feel like it's kind of hard to take some devious little villain seriously when he's like pumping away on one oh, of no. stupid well, little no, mining you. You're the hero in you're, this case oh, doing oh, that, which hero. makes it even okay, better. Okay. So you're, you're this valiant, uh, gallant hero. Imagine Western 1890s Robin the Hood. Mm, okay, okay, I'm following. You know, uh, on the Wii... Sorry, Robin Hood, pardon me. Not Robin the Hood, that's an album. Never mind. <laughs> I thought you said Robin Hood. 
Wrong thing. I thought I said Robin the Hood, I'm, which I'm, is also I'm my Xbox Robin gamer in tag. So Robin so. in the Hood. I, I just assumed that you were talking about Robin Hood. Yeah, I, I feel like we can read past that one pretty yeah. well. But regardless, <laughs> that is conveniently uh, though my Xbox gamer tag is Robin the Hood. So there uh, is that. Well, nice. Well, that explains it then. There's a uh, I want to say 2009 Wii game. I I was uh, Rhino <laughs> Rhino Kirk was was over uh, at my house a, a little while ago. This was maybe spring break, I think. Uh, something like that. And, um, we, we discovered in my little TV console cabinet area, uh, I want to say, what was it? Jillian Michaels, which what? is like some, wait, you, do, do you know who yeah, I'm talking yeah. about? She used to be one of the hosts of, um, Biggest Loser, the weight loss show. Yeah. So she's like this, this early two thousands fitness personality and she released a Wii game. <laughs> Yes, I do remember that. Wait, oh remember boy, I do. It. I do indeed. I do indeed because I may own it. It's like green and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like ne- there's it's a like chance I own that. Two thousands neon green. It's it's wild. But anyway, I it's was gas. I was <laughs> I was with Ryan O'Kirk, or he might have been on Facetime. I forget. Regardless, he's in the equation somewhere. And uh, I was playing this game, <laughs> and it was really stupid. It was really strange. It was like this training camp, like the the story i'm putting that in heavy air quotes was you were at like this this like training camp i like, can feel this game already. you know camp winnipesaukee or something and and you would you know canoe and do pull-ups and crunches and like hoop rings and basketball and whatever and jog and stuff and um i ran through an exercise and uh then i was given okay you finished that exercise now what would you like to do would you like to do I forget what it was, curling or something, or go random. Now, what sort? Which curling are we talking about like, here? Like, like on the on the ground. I'm pretty sure. The Professional only right answer coming from someone that lifts. That is the only right answer. <laughs> I, I was just about to say, yeah, no, no, like traditional strength, like curling, curling I need weights. A block of marble, yeah, broom, curling, yeah. And I was like, okay, curling is hilarious and stupid. I want to do that. But I also want to see what random has in store. Mm-hmm. And Ryan goes, you know you have to do random. And so I hit random. And what is the exercise but a gauntlet on one of the hand pump trolleys? <laughs> no. I swear That's to God. That's amazing. <laughs> that was the whole exercise was you were just going. It was just like the Red Dead mission, except there was no train. There was no bridge dynamite, but just a although, straight line. Although, to be fair, if you're going on it, like weight loss and exercise journey. <laughs> Could there be any motivation better than death? <laughs> I mean, like literally, generally, it's a weight, pretty good or like, you must perform on this handcart. You must perform <laughs> to the best of your ability or a actual steam locomotive will run you down. Or you die by your own hand in a dynamite explosion. Yes. Yeah, I would say that's that's pretty the incentives uh, are through the roof. I would agree. I, I will say that does seem a little bit more compelling than Jillian Michaels barking <laughs> I agree. like little like <laughs> trite little quips at you about like, are you really gonna give up? Like, how about I roll a steam engine down? I don't know, Jillian. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. But uh, that was a weird. It's a weird game. It's kind of a fever dream, honestly. Every Wii shovelware game is the exact same. <laughs> yeah. I can picture this you're, game. They are correct. all some variation of, of what you just said. I, yes. I, there's, there's just the same asset flipping. It's, they, it's they are, really. Before like, it was cool. Or, I don't know. You'd, you'd know more about that than I, but... Um, 
I don't know exactly. I feel like it would be like the absolute worst on the Wii because there was so much shovelware crap. Mm. That was exactly what you're talking about. That game, just just the same thing. Basically, it's just <laughs> just like a collection of like stupid little mini games. Yeah, just yeah. a bunch of like. That's exactly what this is. Ooh, wave the Wii remote yeah. up and down. And, and now they're, they're all the same, side. except they like reskin it. So it instead in of circle, yeah, it's it's all the same. Yeah, it's all the same game. You know, I will say though, you know what game the Wii truly had better than anyone else? What the Wii truly had mastered? Sports Resort, Just Dance. Ah, well, the Wii was the only console that could properly do Just Dance, except the Xbox with the Kinect. But that failed because you needed an extra peripheral. Ah. The Wii could do it stock. Yep. Just Dance. You I had will never Wii forget. I will never forget. My dad, my dad, his best friend, my uncle, and his, and they're, it's a trio of them. It's my dad and my two uncles. My dad, my uncle Sport, my uncle Bassam. The three of them going at it on Outcast's Hey Ya on Just Dance 2011. <laughs> on the Wii. On the Wii. Wow. And you have never seen competitive Just Dance <laughs> until you see these three. Because again, my dad and my two uncles, they all lift together and they've been lifting together since my dad and my uncle Sport since the 80s and my dad and my uncle Bassam and uncle sports since the 90s so collective it's still pushing oh, yeah. minimum of 30 years lifting together wow so you have three guys that at this point they were in their 40s like mid 40s right oh fully doing the dance and trying to get each other off their game by mm -hmm. slamming each other in the shoulder and like leaving knuckle marks oh oh it was cut like through. like it was physically through. competitive yes just dance like, not just trying to outdance mm -hmm. each other, but trying to physically outperform. Yes, like at one yeah. point, my uncle grabbed my dad by the leg and upended him into the sofa. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, yeah, no, like that level of, I am going to win this because I will eliminate you. Wow. Just dance It was extreme. amazing. And then yeah. my grandfather, my opa, with the time was approximately 92. <laughs> what for... I believe it was Tina Turner's Proud Mary wanted to do it <laughs> and then joined in as the fourth. And that was mwah, core memory. I was just going to say, uh, that seems like something I would pay to watch. Bro was sturdy. I will not lie. My <laughs> own sturdy. Not, like 90 something. 90 something. I, so I would say, okay, he, he was 99 in 2016 when he died. So no, he was probably like, 94. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. That's is there footage impressive. of this night? No. I was going to say, this is something that it's... If there is, it's actually on a physical tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because my dad in like 2010-ish, he still had an actual camcorder. Wow. That he would use. So did my girlfriend's parents. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. For her 18th birthday. But no, it's probably day. on tape somewhere. You think so? Yes. Wow. Like watchable tapes? Yes. Like, wow. do you, are they in condition to be watched? I would assume so. Where they are, I do not know. However, I know it exists. Well, I know what I'm doing for the rest of my life. Well, <laughs> well Ferb, I know what we're going to do today. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going on a lifelong saga to try to recover the Lord Lion King's lost tapes. Nonfiction thoughts side quests? Yeah. Ooh.
special episode. That's what this is going to turn into. Just documenting progress. <laughs> That's all it is. Just a, just a voice journal. Update. This is day yeah. 35 <laughs> of looking for the Lord Lion uh, King's okay. lost Let's tapes. be realistic here. This is day 3,500 of looking for the Lord <laughs> Lion King's Literally, lost tapes. I feel like this would either take like a week or the better part of 40 years. Better part of 40 years. <laughs> I would lean towards that. Probably, but you never know. That, that is true. true. That is true. Could be a... Maybe they're in a, a box garage. marked... Uh, Core memories. Funny people <laughs> doing funny dances. It very well could be. <laughs> I, with, with how my parents, with how my family, I should say, we all take pictures of everything. I could... It, it's somewhere. Okay. That's it good. is somewhere. That's it's just good. a matter of the where. It's I, good to know that this isn't just a lost moment. I was just going to say, although I feel like there is a profound beauty in its ephemeral nature. I am glad that somewhere it exists. Yes. Yeah. Besides in our hearts. I agree. <laughs> I agree. You always wanted to exist in your mind, right? Sometimes it adds to the yeah. mystique. I agree. But if it exists somewhere, I would argue that is even stronger than having it like on your phone or something. Well, yeah. Because you have the... You, you kind of get the best of both worlds. Like, it does exist somewhere. You don't right, know right, where. Right, 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 right. But know until that day, when, when it is eventually found, or it may never be, it exists in your heart as if it was not recorded. Yeah. But you still have the hope that it is. Yeah, I really like that. I feel like that's part of the allure of, like, cryptids and lost things, like Atlantis and the Holy yep. Grail and El Dorado. I feel like that's, that speaks to a deep part of that, like, appeal. I was just thinking lost media in general. Mm -hmm. Pulled out the whole sure. trail and for sure. all that. So, Do you think any of that will ever be found? That's a good question. Uh, yeah. I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. just in a catacomb under the Vatican somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm dead serious. I mean, a pope dies. Where do they go? Into the catacombs underneath, of the, va underneath the Vatican. Mm -hmm. That's where they are buried. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can assume They've been doing this for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. You can assume, right. I would say safely, that there are popes buried underneath of the Vatican dating back to at least when the Vatican was built. Mm -hmm. What else Fair. is down there? You're, you're storing dead guys. Like, what <laughs> else is down there? We know there's other stuff. You led the Crusades. Let... Birdchild, Luscious Luigi, and myself in. We'll just take like three things a piece. Well, we just want to take some pictures. But we know, no, not even. We, I know how much they have. A lot. Yes, because it's very <laughs> obvious it's, without it's, the existence the of the Catholic yeah. Church. You, you, can, you can go out a little limb pretty safely there. 100%. Just let us take, you know, three things a piece. They won't miss that. A shard of the true cross, a holy grail here, um, you the know, crown maybe, of thorns. Maybe the blood of Christ. Yeah, I'm not greedy. May, I'll just take some, I'll just take some bread. Bit. Just a little bit. The body of Christ. Yeah, nothing crazy. Just a touch. Just a touch. Exactly. A few spoils to share with the world. <laughs> yeah. Or among think, ourselves on yeah. this podcast. Exactly. What did you steal from the Ottomans? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I think, I think, Lord Lion King, you're 100% right in that there exists some versions of something somewhere, but we've warped our perceptions of what these are that we, we, we think we don't have them, but in reality, they're very well maybe sitting under our noses. Oh, absolutely. Like, like a holy probably. grail. Like we, we've, we've turned this into some mystique, but it probably... It's just, just an old chalice. Probably just, yeah, yeah. a chalice that's, that's just sitting yeah. somewhere. I mean, as cliche as it sounds, like Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. 
that it very well may be. Was that? Yeah, that was Last Crusade when they find the Holy Grail. I haven't watched Indiana Jones since I was probably seven years old. You need to fix that. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole idea that it's just a plain child. It very well could be. It Who's probably to, who is. Who is to say it's not? In all likelihood. And who it exists is, in who our memory as legend. It does still exist, too. It, it could have been destroyed melted thousands down years for ago. scrap, yeah. Could have been. Very I mean, well. Look at, look at it. Don't even get me started about the Ministry of Antiquities in Egypt. All right, look, I have, I, we got beef. We have beef, actual beef. They ate your great, 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 great grandfather. No, <laughs> thankfully. But I mean, when you look at like the first age of Egyptian history, there is an entire period where people would ransack previously untouched tombs mm-hmm. and bury their family members in it. So there's a whole era of Egyptian history that we can't really ever find because people were thrown out of you know, where their mm-hmm. burial site or other people were placed on top of them and now it's just a pile. And yeah. it's, you can't discern what's what. Mm-hmm. So it very well could also be just things were thrown together and someone forgot about it. <laughs> and thousands of years later, you pull up and it's, you know, there's a pile of bones and then there's a nice ornate cup. Ooh, I wonder what that is. It's like squirrels burying their nuts, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Dead Sea Squirrels are another example of that, too. Mm. You're going to keep finding those until the end of time. Mm. The Dead Sea what? The Dead Sea Scrolls. Oh. They said squirrels, and I was like, no. The Dead Sea what? Squirrels. <laughs> yeah, they're the closest thing to, like, original copies of the Bible, essentially. It's not directly the same thing, but it, they explain one another. Right. So it's things like that. It's, you know, it's the loss to time. It could be anywhere, mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Who knows, man? It is fun. To think about, I suppose. Damn, I should have been an archaeologist major. <laughs> archaeology major, pardon me. I that would be fascinating to see. The amount of things that you can find out. Uh, one of my classes was taught by an archaeologist. And, uh-huh. uh, he was like, yeah, so like you can find a lot of things, especially if you find like a fireplace. Like You can find a lot about a civilization. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you like dig in the ground and the, the dirt is like a, a darker color, than the rest of the dirt around it, it probably means they set up a permanent settlement there because that's where yep. they put like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stakes and or not stakes, right. but like structures, structure bolts to keep it in the ground. Sure, you know sure, what I'm saying? Sure. Mm-hmm. Just because you know they leave like right, right, wooden right. post in there, they they cut it, and it turns into really nice rot. Right? Archaeology. I I feel like an archaeologist is such an interesting job because <clears throat> at the same time, yes, it's extremely important and cool, mm-hmm. but to an outsider or to a layperson, it almost seems like not real, you know, <laughs> like, like it seems, no, I agree with that. It seems like a, like a fake job. Like, Oh, what do you do? Like, I, I'm an archeologist. Like, no, you're not like, are, are you, are you a comic book character as well? Like how do you put a roof over your head? But at the same time though, imagine being able to wake up and just say, oh, yeah, bye, bye, honey. I'm going to work today. Where are you going today? Oh, I'm going to the, uh, I'm going to the Sahara. We're going to go dig for some fossils. That. Man, sign me. I'm bringing a Yeti full of beers. <laughs> the boys pull up with some shovels and brushes. Like, I will absolutely do that. That's got to be an absolute vibe when it you does rock sound, up, though. I, I feel like my, my worry is if I, this is why I'm not an archaeologist. <laughs> my worry is that it would be fruitless. Like, I don't want to pitch a tent and spend, like, my entire life in the desert to come up with a, a, a big goose egg, you know? Like, that would be... That would be uh, a little unsatisfying. <laughs> Just a touch. While fair, I would argue I would have a greater fear. 
I would have the fear of accidentally taking something home and then getting like a curse placed on me. Oh, like the exorcist. No, something like that. (laughs) Honestly, where it's like, you know, you take something from Egypt or Hawaii, like a, you know, Mm. sand, like a rock, something like that. I don't don't know. Some item. Mm. And then, you know, bad things will happen. You are cursed to a certain extent. It's a curse of that territory. That's what I would be more scared of. Or, you know, cracking open the casket somewhere that hasn't been opened since, you know, 300 AD mm-hmm. and getting Super like bug. the bubonic plague yeah. just goes ah, right into me. And I'm like, ah, I'm just dying. That, that would be my fear more than anything else. Honestly, be that as it may, I certainly understand that and I respect it. However, think of the, publi- think of the publicity. Think of the flex. Think of the flex, yeah. You could make a t-shirt. You, you, or a mug. <laughs> Yeah, guys, I was patient zero for the next bubonic plague. It's like the people that get the bumper stickers. My car climbed Mount Washington. I I survived the Black Death. I was going to say, I was thinking more along the lines of 1300 Europeans getting published in any journal in the world. Winning the Nobel Prize. But I certainly appreciate your T-shirt aspirations. (laughs) Bro, the merch would be gas. The merch would be insane. The duality of men. I'd be hanging out in like those big hats, like the Bass Pro Shop hat, like the big fat felt and mesh one. Oh, I thought I thought you were gonna say like what uh, MLB players were doing or um, football players where they were getting the comically large hats. (laughs) That's what I would wear. I want a comically large hat. Have you never seen? I'm I'm not familiar. Oh, I will pull up evidence right now. (laughs) Do you, do either of you know Turd Ferguson? Turd Ferguson. <laughs> this guy no, I don't know Turd Ferguson. <laughs> so Turd Ferguson. Enlighten us. Turd, just you, Lord Lion King. He's he's a Turd Ferguson I'm fan. I'm speaking on the collective of oh, okay, everybody. Okay, okay, okay. I'm pretty sure it's just you. <laughs> Everyone else in the world. This is part of our primary education. Um, Turd Ferguson is a character created by Norm Macdonald. Oh, on, that's why I don't know him. Specifically SNL. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically this. Oh, oh, yeah, like the, the big hats. Yeah, big hat. Big I'll put hats. a, put a link guy. for everybody listening. Yeah, yeah. Put a little link in the description. Big hat guy. Big hat guy. Big, okay, question. Big hat guy? Big hat guy or big, big hat guy guy? Oh. Or big, big hat guy, I think is what I meant to say. <laughs> What'll can it be? You, can you big, give me big the options again? Yeah, yeah, so you got, yeah, I'm a big hat guy. Like, okay. like I, I'm a fan of hats. Or... I'm a big hat guy. Like I like I'm a big hat. Big hat guy. <laughs> or this is what I suspect you are a big, big hat guy guy. Yeah. I'm you're, wrong you, with that you're, one. you're a guy who likes big hats. I would agree with that. Yeah. I, I am known to show up to Phillies games wearing a like gigantic sombrero that has a Phillies logo dead <laughs> <laughs> I am known to do that. That sounds like a lot of fun. Is it green? No, it's actual it's just straw. Like but the bottom, <laughs> the bottom underneath of the brim uh-huh. has sewn in a like floral Phillies logo pattern. Wow, that's yeah. incredible! That's it's, it's basically their um, home run hat celebration from a few years back. I bought one for my dad, and then he just lets me wear it to the games. But it's amazing. You will yeah. not get sunburned at a baseball game wearing that thing. <laughs> it's fantastic. And every time I I've worn it to a game, Phillies win. So I mean, it's just wow. luck. That's impressive. It's got like a. Four foot circumference. I wonder if they look at the crowd that, to see that. I wouldn't say that, but it easily reaches shoulders. Really? It that's easily so reaches funny. shoulders. That's hilarious. It's awesome. Absolutely legendary. But Luigi, Turd Ferguson, um, so, so Norm MacDonald, he pretends... Who, who rest is, in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Who does he pretend to be again? Uh, Burt Reynolds Burt in this Reynolds, case. Burt Reynolds, that's it. Thank you. So Also rest in peace. Also, yes. 
So they're on, it's Celebrity Jeopardy, right? Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's SNL's spoof of who they, who, who people make fun of, celebrities that people make fun of as being stupid, right? Right. And they go on Jeopardy and they, they make fools of themselves. And uh, <laughs> uh, Norm MacDonald is playing Burt Reynolds and they cut to a commercial break. And when they come back, Norm MacDonald playing Burt Reynolds is wearing an enormous cowboy hat, like comically yep. large, like front to back. It's got to be at least like what three or four feet. It has like to just be this minimum. massive foam cowboy hat. And he goes, "Hey, Alex. Also, rest in peace, Alex Trebek, mm -hmm. played by someone else, uh, Bill Hader or something." Maybe. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. That's it. Thank you. Will Ferrell is playing Alex Trebek, and uh, <laughs> and Norm McDonald goes, "Hey, Trebek, look, I changed my name." <laughs> What did you change your name? <laughs> it's, it's a, a funny hat. name. It's a funny name. It's a funny name. It's a big hat. It's a funny name for a funny hat. But uh, I want to be Turd Ferguson for Halloween this year. That's my goal. That would be an excellent costume. The drip. <laughs> I drip too hard. Turd Ferguson iconic. is drippy. It's like, that's one of the, the few characters where like anyone can be him because he, he, it's just like a white guy. Like there, there's no, there's nothing special to it. It's just the, comically the, large cowboy comically hat, large cowboy hat, jeans, boots, bright red shirt, a red shirt and leather a leather jacket, jacket and a bolo tie. Yes. Bolo tie and bolo a mustache. Tie is very important. That's and a mustache. That's all it is. You really just need to be seen from the waist up. Red shirt, leather jacket, bolo tie, mustache. Yeah, I mean, it, huge is it, hat. Was it ever confirmed he even wore pants? That's a very good question. And we need, we should consult the tape. We should. We should so, consult the tape. Is the canonical costume? Because you never Pantsless. see his pants. Yeah, is that like canonically? Do you have to have the podium like with you? <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like you could just, just walk like a around cardboard and, cutout podium. Yeah, and tidy whities or or a podium. Yeah, that would work too. That's what a lot of people wearing do. a podium. Yeah, I've seen. I've looked up Turd Ferguson Halloween costume, and a lot of people wear the podium. You'd be surprised. I'm not surprised by that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. The no, podium it's, it's would really be hysterical. Good. It would be pretty funny. It would also, it, I feel like it'd be a little on the nose, but for someone who gets it without the podium, really I feel like that would be a lot more satisfying than someone who got it to see the podium. I would agree with that. I suppose. And I, I feel like in, in the spirit of Norm MacDonald, in keeping with, with his legacy, mm -hmm. I would want to do it for myself and I wouldn't want to be like a crowd, I wouldn't want to like crowd play and try to make it as obvious as possible. I feel like this is for myself and for the people who get it. and. Anyone else is not is is excluded. I respect that. Yeah, I agree. In the least selfish way. <clears throat> That's that takes true inner strength. <laughs> yeah, to wear a costume just for you. <laughs> I agree. And your close friends. Well, yeah. I wore. And, and, and I mean, it's a big hat. It's a funny hat. It is. You it's will get looks for sure. Even if you don't get it, even if someone doesn't get it, they'll see it and they're like, "That guy." That's a funny guy. He's got to be something. He's got to be something. He's got to <laughs> I don't know what it is, but hat. he's got to be something. This is the podcast, right? We can say, we can curse, right? I'm going to use my one, I would like to turn in my one PG-13 curse word for this episode. <laughs> Permission that, granted. That dude fucks. Like, that dude fucks. <laughs> you wear a big hat, that dude fucks. <laughs> it's thank a big you, funny hat. Yeah, thank you. I'm pretty sure, what was that, Three? Well, it, just one word. The same okay. word. So I, I guess well, it, it, mm, I don't know. I feel like if we're it going counts. by that. It's in the same context, so yeah. I'll let it slide. Wait. It counts. Were, did we, was, was that on the show when we talked about rating, like ESRB ratings and stuff? 
was what on the show. Did, did we have that discussion? I think we did have this that discussion at some point. Like PG definitely oh, yeah, yeah, was yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. me. No, it was it was the Mario movie. Oh, that's oh, rated did you, that has you guys aired go yet. See it? Oh, well, we're, we're we're kind of breaking the fourth wall a little bit here. Uh, there's some time travel going some time on behind travel the scenes. Going on. We Ooh. apologize. You'll know about that next week. Is it like the Amazing World of Gumball, where uh, Gumball's dad, the big pink rabbit, when he would go into flashbacks, he would just hear. Oh yes, Holt, Holt <laughs> and then it would just do the flashback. It would like slowly get blurry and yeah, fade pretty out. Much. Okay, pretty much. We're 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 big Holtone scale fans here. Ooh, yeah, good choice. Nice, nice harp glissando. But um, anyway, yeah, I I, I think uh, the discussion of like movie and game ratings, mostly movies, because I feel like that's more like in the public eye. You know, right? More people know more about it. Yeah. Like how Spaceballs was, what was it, rated G or PG? Probably PG. I think PG. It was, yeah. or, or, or it was either PG or PG-13. PG-13, I don't think it existed. Back okay, back. so it was PG. Yeah. It was definitely PG. And they got a fucking. Did they? They got they one. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And they were allowed one, which is what I was saying, because they were allowed one, not three, even if it was the same word, was, was by point. Hmm. L plus ratio plus didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I discovered a song by Chick Corea. You know Chick Corea? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's called El Bozo. <laughs> and when I heard this song, I was like, put on El Bozo. I was like, did you just say El Bozo? Like literally El Bozo, like L-E-L, Spanish yeah. definite article. Spanish masculine definite article, El Bozo. So funny. And it's a good like track. It. It's a good chart. It's a I'm really good chart. To to that, then. No, it's it's really nice. There's like three movements or three parts or whatever. Okay. Really good. Part uh part three. Check take a listen. El Bozo by Chick Corea. <laughs> I will. I'll have to check that out. Very cool. I'm kind of curious now. But just... now though, when someone asks you your favorite song, you can just say El Bozo. <laughs> like, what did you just say to me? <laughs> <laughs> See, now I would like to posit a question, a thematic question. Table of motion. If you, looking back, able to take one curse word <laughs> and insert it into the Lord of the Rings, mm. specifically the Fellowship, you get one curse word, mm -hmm. where would you put it and why? That's a very good question. I'm going to be honest. I also haven't watched the Lord of the Rings since I, I was like eight years old. What do you do? Not watch the Lord of the Rings on repeat? Come on. Even <laughs> I don't. And I, well, that's not, I did watch it like three weeks ago with my roommate. We found the, we got the extended cuts and over the span of one weekend, we ran all three. Wow. And it's like <laughs> 10 and a half, 11 hours in oh some for all three extended Yikes. cuts. And they get longer. The, sh the fellowship is the shortest extended cut. How wow. long is that? Four hours? I want to say, oh like, my God. three. And isn't the normal cut of the movie three hours? It's like two, two and a half. Oh. It's like three, three and a half-ish. Return of the King is four hours and like 15 minutes in total. But there's like 30 Whoa. to 40 minutes of credits. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. And I didn't know, but my roommate and I... Call him Big Boy. Big Boy. That is his nickname, though. His Big Boy. So I can, I'll use this. So Big Boy and I, we were watching it, 
and we're like, why, why are the credits this long? <laughs> and we go and look. They put the entire Lord of the Rings fan member club <laughs> on it in the credits. <laughs> Okay, that's what? awesome They're, for them, though. The names. I can't remember any. But when we're going through, we, my big boy had the remote in his hand, and we would pause it every few, and we would just start reading the names out loud, because there were some where it's like, that That can't be real. <laughs> that can't <laughs> be real. Like, were they people's names, or were they like yes, pseudonyms? people's names. Or like, like, people's names, and then some people, like, I remember there like was one, one written two, in Dwarvish. No way. Yes. What? That's like that amazing. Like, like that. There were some where Okay, that guy deserves to be in the credits. <laughs> yeah. But there were some Dude, that, that are like, I can't even give you an example. I'm Turd just going to make one up, though. It's like Steven Sanders III, parentheses, and it's like, Robert. And I'm like, what? what? <laughs> Who... Who why is this, is this your Wait. name? Why, why is it Steven Sanders the third parentheses Rob? And that there's multiple names like that where it's just this person's it's name also and Steven then a parentheses. The boom, some other name. What is that? Huh. What is that? But wow. I remember there was a like, it was almost like Stetson Bennett, the Georgia quarter, the old Georgia quarterback who was drafted by the Rams. His name is Stetson Bennett the fourth. There was one like that. There was a something, <laughs> Wait, something, the fourth and fifth. You know what this reminds me of? Wow. Have you ever seen Key and Peele's East West Bowl? Hingle McCringleberry. Hingle McCringleberry. <laughs> you know exactly yes. what I'm talking about. So Key Again, in the <laughs> I am <laughs> luscious Luigi. <laughs> Sir, I was so mad I used your actual name. <laughs> Sir. You... Wow, you menacing the lack of pop culture is very annoying. Menacing, right I am tab. annoyed, but regardless, for, for those unaware, <clears throat> Luigi, um, the East West Bowl, it was Key and Peel poking fun at how collegiate athletes, draftees, football specifically, have oh, really. Oh, I remember this one now. Names. Yeah, yep, Ny mm -hmm. <laughs> Nyquilis Dilwad. <laughs> well, what are some other ones? I, I know a first couple name, off the top of my head. Just asterisk. Construction, construction noises. I'm pretty sure. What did they use? I think they made. They used a saw sound and a yeah. jackhammer yeah, yeah, sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, we got Nyquilis, Dilwad, Ingle McCringleberry, construction noises. Uh, fudge. Fudge. <laughs> uh, Hold on. I'm. I'm. I remember the list. Pull it up. I, I gotta pull it, it up. I remember someone organized it by like conference. So you could like, you could go to your school and find like your school's Key and Peel name. I found uh, it on Key and Peel Wiki. <laughs> we got Demarcus Willems, TJ Juxon, Tavariusness King, Tyroli Smoochie Wallace. That's a good one. Desquarius Green. Ibrahim Moises. That's a classic. Jack Marius Tacferatrix. <laughs> D. Isaiah T. Billings Clyde. That's a good one. I remember that one. Jasper Probencrux III. Leo's Maxwell Gillums. Oh, my personal favorite. Jamaris Javar Javaris and Lamar. That's a great one. <laughs> Davion Shower Handle. Mm hmm. Ingle McCringleberry, Penn State. Le Carpetron Duke Marriott. 
Florida Atlantic University. <laughs> Shakira Kwan, TGIF Carter, <laughs> X Wing at Eliciousness, Sequester Grundlepiff, MD, Scoish Velociraptor Malowish. <laughs> the other one I forgot that we both would like. E. Torque. And then my favorite is Bracket. The player formerly known as Mouse Cop. Close bracket. <laughs> and Dan Smith, Brigham Young University. <laughs> BYU repping strong. Is it safe to say that that's what, uh, that's what it felt like when you were reading those credits there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it just kept going. It just kept it going. It just kept going. For 40 minutes. Yes. Although the one that did surprise me was Ian McClellan himself was in that list. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yes. That makes me happy. Was there a reason they were putting that list aside from? I don't know. Do the, the club did they probably sponsor I don't know. paid some, some dues or something? Yeah, probably. Probably. You would pro- I feel like it's not cheap to get your name in a Lord of the Rings movie. I would agree. <laughs> if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, I think you'd pay a lot well, to put, have your name in that movie. So two things to finish my original thought. I would say any time that Gandalf screams oh, right. "fool of a took," I'd have to add an F in there, or I would have to do um. One does not simply walk into mm. Mordor. Mm. I'd have to add one right there. Mm. Or right before. Um, if you haven't watched it, I'm just sad. So I'm, I don't care about spoilers. But when... Um, yeah, how old is this now? Like, Yeah, exactly. When Baromir dies, when Baromir dies from Aragorn, that or when he kicks the helmet and breaks his toe. Oh. That would be that another like a, one in two towers. Like an actual... Real thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the scene of them running. Did he genuinely have to, like, suppress himself from cursing? Or did they edit something out or something? I think they edited it out. Yeah, yeah. But what came out, like, two weeks ago, what I saw was apparently they found more footage from the Lord of the Rings trilogy, Uh, the original. Of course they did. (laughs) And they have enough where they could release a second extended cut. That's insane. And each one would be almost, like, five hours in length. Oh, my God. The longest That's movie insane. I've ever watched. And all I'm going to say is, I would, in fact, watch that. I would not. I wouldn't. I, I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. Out. <laughs> Even Ow. I would watch it, I dude. I couldn't do that. The longest movie I've ever seen was the extended cut of Apocalypse Now. And that, was, mm. that clocked in at about three and a half hours. But it was really good. Really, really good. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to look it up. The Return of the King extended <laughs> cut. Because I need, I need to know... How long it is because we, that extended cut is ridiculous. Yeah. Did we talk about Apocalypse Now I think on we, the show? I think, I think, we, think did. we did. On the, Four hours and the ten minutes. First oh. and only special episode. It oh, adds yeah, the, the fifty minutes of extra credit and extra scenes that were not wow. previously included. Fifty. How much of that is credits and how much of that is actual extra content? All extra content. The fifty minutes of dedicated actual filmed scenes. So how wow. close are we to getting the, the full book here? Yeah, really. Oh, like, honestly, how much? Well, like Fellowship alone, they cut out one of the most important characters in Tom Bombadil. Tom Bombadil is like a crux in the story of Fellowship. Well, looks like we got to reshoot. <laughs> no, like that's actually one of the things that people still complain about the movies is they don't even reference him. Huh. I haven't read the books, so. <laughs> the exasperation. Back me up here. Gesture. You haven't read the books either, right, okay. Bird Child? Go on, help me out here. I may or may not have not read them, but you'll you'll like this. <laughs> <laughs> I I do have an original box set of the books in a a bookshelf 
wall. When you say original. Like old. Ooh. Like old, old. That's Whoa. Like yellowed, cracking spine. That's cool. Old, original, like like close to first printing. That's not, cool. Not first printing, I don't think. That they'd probably be worth a lot of money then, but close to it. I know Amazon cool. recently released um they somehow got a hold of the tapes of J.R.R. Tolkien actually reading the books. Wow. Whoa. So they have audiobooks of him That's incredible. reading his own work. And I'm like, that is amazing. Does it sound like that? No, he enunciates very <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that's not. good. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it was recorded on um, one of Thomas Edison's phonographs that were <laughs> yeah. using wax. Yeah. It sounds like it was recorded on that. But I mean, you can still clearly hear him. I that's pretty just, cool. It's cool to see. That is very that is cool. awesome. I wish, honestly, that's one of my things. I wish more authors would do that. Mm-hmm. Read their own book. As they meant yeah. to be. Because how else, who else knows the inflection of what this was? Yeah, I like that a lot. Especially such epics such as like Lord of the mm-hmm. Rings. Imagine, mm-hmm. I don't know if either of you guys had to read it, but Lord of the Flies. Mm-hmm. Reading that yeah. on my own was painful. Mm-hmm. Yep. If I could have the author read that to me in the way that was intended to be read. Yeah. Pretty cool. That I would, would listen cool. to that. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely listen if to that. If not, just for the historical significance alone. No, I mean, we might, there may be some issues with some books. Sure. With like, you know, people getting insensitive or having issues with some, like uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, for example. Right. Yeah. White author. White author. I see. Referencing the N-word. Right. Things like that. But at the same time, in that case. I mean, it's a part of the. It's book. how it's intended, and that's the setting in which it was written. Mm, it was yeah. wrote, mm-hmm. it was created in a time in which that was the setting. Right, right, right. It is what it is. It is what it is at that point. Mm-hmm. Or at that point, if you're truly scared about saying it, then just exclude it, sub a different word, mm. or bleep it, or have someone else say it, and then you don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. You get a stand in. Double it and hand it to the next. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'll double this and give it to the next person. Thank you very much. Thank you for letting me go on that tirade. (laughs) By all means. By all means, Colonel. Name that reference. Uh, Well, if this is it, old boy, I hope you don't mind I go out speaking the kings. Is that uh, that? Yellow Submarine? No. No. (laughs) I know that much. It's. Have you ever seen Yellow Submarine? No, but I remember a string time. of quotes from you and Ryan O'Kirk. It is. They all kind of jumble in my it head, is a especially trip right of now. a movie. It is. It, you cannot watch that movie and feel sober. <laughs> is that one of those movies like Hoodwinked where you watch it and get physically sick from it? Oh, dude, Hoodwinked is. Ugh. I love Hoodwinked. But no, I mean, that movie, the way it was animated, I remember distinctly my. My pediatrician, when I was a kid, would always have it on. <laughs> oh and my god! Every time I would walk into the waiting room and see it, and sit there for like five minutes watching it, I would get physically ill and nauseous from watching it. I don't know wow. because it was so choppily animated. It's <laughs> it's one of the most like r- horrendously animated movies I've ever watched. <laughs> wow! I mean, but hot Tell take. Us how you really feel hot take. Better than Knives Out, and it's a, the original Knives Out too. I haven't seen Knives Out. I've only seen Glass Onion. I mean, that's all. That's what I'm basing it off of is okay. that style. So I mean, it's still better than Glass Onion. Sure, sure, sure. Because it is a tra- it is a whodunit. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Goaded movie. Goaded movie. Anyway, the answer is Inglorious Bastards. Oh yes. Quentin Tarantino. Yes. You Makes know the sense. scene. King Kong. Yes. Yup. He gets it. Yeah. This guy gets I it. I do. 
once you said, I was like, I knew the quote. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I could see it in your it. eyes. I knew, I, I knew you had it. Damn. Oh, well. Damn. Should have known. Next time. Can't relate. Yeah, you, you can't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. I just, I would just always chuckle about the fact that Quentin Tarantino wrote a part in which, um, who was it? Salma Hayek had to pour a shot of tequila off her foot and have and some guy drink there was it an up actor off her toes, had to drink it off her and feet he and he himself, himself in that. <laughs> <laughs> I've like, seen like, the my memes. Lord, my lord, that He's... man is living in the year 3030 with that sort of, <laughs> that sort of idea and that He's sort like, of workmanship. So unapologetic about it. Like, I feel yeah. like... He's I, like that... Um, who, whoever the director was of the show, iCarly, and how it was oh. known that that man also had a foot thing, and that's why that was in the intro to the actual show. So, you know. Hiding in public. Hiding in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Top tier video game, by the way. I'm not familiar. Hiding in plain sight? Hidden in plain sight, but same thing. Ah, yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I love Quentin, but... <laughs> Bro, bro is literally I would say on the nose but in this case he's a little on the toes with it <laughs> he's a little I'll on the toes I'll see myself out for that one yeah, thank you. I, I didn't want to say anything I let you have that one I let you have that one yeah no it, it's it's just it's it's unabashed I mean like like it's yeah I don't know different strokes for different folks I guess <laughs> he's he's a genius so I guess we can afford him some eccentricity Blockbuster goat, baby. I think that's... Well, you know that story, right? With Tarantino? No. Mm. Oh, he used to work in a Blockbuster, and he, his whole thing was, if they can't, I can do a better job than any of them. Yeah, I think I and have And then heard he that. started making movies based yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Could hmm. you imagine being that guy, like, shut up. No, you can't. You're a nobody. Nobody's going to watch meanwhile, your movie. Meanwhile. <laughs> in my best, in like my best Jeremy Clarkson, like, meanwhile. The greatest. One of the greatest directors of all time. Yeah, just yeah. objectively. By the numbers, just, yeah, incredible. What's your favorite Tarantino movie? Oh, my God, you can't ask me that. That's like I asking me my favorite... <laughs> that's like asking me my favorite Beatles song. What's your favorite Beatles song? Stop it. You mustn't. <laughs> you mustn't. Uh, Better question. What's your favorite Beatles album? Oh, okay. I'm going to get hate for this. Magical Mystery Tour is criminally underrated. I have an original vinyl no. of Magical Mystery Tour Yo. with the book inside. Wait, wait. I do, too. I don't think it's original. It's, it's not. A, it's not like an OG pressing, but it's probably from like the eighties or nineties, and yeah. it has it has the book in it. The book is incredible. It really is cool. very cool. One of our friends, we have we have a friend. He's pointing at me. Yeah, I'm pointing at Luigi from Finland. You know, yes, Finn Finn Finnman Finnick Finnick Finnish Finnish Finn lad, Finn. little Finnish lad Finn. <laughs> there is at the back of that book. I'll pull up a picture. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you wouldn't know because you don't know what this kid looks like, but okay. Dead Ringer. It's ridiculous. What is it? 1969? 67, right? I know. I think it's earlier than that. Really? I thought it was 67. I thought Magical Mystery Tour was... Was 66? It might be. Let me, let me check the date. Well, regardless, this kid from the 60s, Dead Ringer of our like 18-year-old friend. 67. It's, it's really eerie. 67. Yeah, it's really eerie. But anyway, I love the White Album can't go wrong actually you can a lot of those songs are really really bad <laughs> number, nine, number, nine, number nine number nine number nine number nine but uh <laughs> i think yeah <laughs> revolver for me revolver's really good revolver's really revolver. good but uh sergeant pepper uh, and magical mystery tour they they've got to take the cake for me yeah. i love sergeant pepper so much sergeant pepper is perfection the sergeant pepper reprise 
on what is it side b track like i don't know four it's or five. right before um a day in the life yeah yeah okay so it's the penultimate yep. track obviously i guess that would make sense penultimate track it sounds like it was written in like 2005 yeah and it was written in the 60s it's just mind-boggling they have vi so music cool. videos that they released mm -hmm. on their youtube page that were recorded in like 68 yeah, awesome. it's incredible no actual music it's videos amazing. yeah 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 I don't know what film they used to record that on, but it looks like it could have been recorded yesterday. Yeah, yeah. That I think that's level a scanning. I think that's a scanning. It has to be. It, yeah. That is a really cool thing. Have you seen like yeah. that resurgence of scanned film? Scanned film actually. has colors and quality Clarity. that cannot be reproduced. Literally impossible. That's why Quentin only shoots on film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, it's, it's the truth. If Quentin film refuses to film on is digital. unbeatable. Digital can get mm -hmm. as good as it wants. It will not beat film. It's impossible. Which is it, it is really film is cool. new to me, huh? I scan film is new to me, but it sounds very interesting. It is really I, cool. I love film because yeah. because you'll find cool. like these old videos. People think or like the best example, honestly, any of the World War One or World War Two documentaries. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. all scanned mm -hmm. film uh -huh. and recolored mm -hmm. later on. Sure, that's that's exactly what those are, and that's how why you get someone like. I saw a clip from World War One of it looked like a cutscene from Battlefield One. Yeah. And wow. it legitimately is real of it was real English artillerymen mm -hmm. lobbing shells mm -hmm. across a town at the um I think it was yeah, I think it was the Germans in this case. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. I didn't sure, say sure, where sure. it was from. I'm just assuming it's the Germans, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, think that's Axis, I think that's the a safe Axis bet. The Axis powers on uh -huh. the other side. Yeah. And it's literally just them lobbing shells, and it's such good quality. You can see the dust mm -hmm. on the shingles of the building next to it Move. come off. Yeah, yeah. Wow. The, the, because the pictures that took, the, the cameras that took pictures of those films was like, made last year and not mm -hmm. in 1918 when they yeah. uh, like originally documented it or whatever. But yeah, that, that is the bottleneck is, is these incredible pieces of old media. Mm -hmm. The film keeps very well. If uh, yep. assuming it's not, you know, stored prop. Stored, yeah. yeah. Assuming it's stored properly, it. it keeps very well. So like there are a lot of seventies uh, and eighties music videos. I think, what was it? Rick Astley had, it wasn't Rick never going to give you up. Um, Peter Gabriel sledgehammer is yeah. one that comes to mind yeah, yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah. That, like because that was stop motion too. They actually had him laying underneath oh, okay. a panel of glass when they made it, and it was something like a couple hundred thousand stills were taken mm. of him laying underneath of a panel of glass and then moving paper artwork around to make the video, and it won yeah. like all sorts of MTV awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but uh, it might have been Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia, or Abba, or someone probably. But like they, that. they, you see these videos. And it's like, oh, it's old and grainy because it's like from the 70s and 80s. Mm -hmm. But that film is, it's, it exists. It's, yeah. it's archived. And mm -hmm. so we come back with these incredible scanners that like technology we, we haven't had since. And we scan them and they look incredible. Mm -hmm. They look super, super good. I believe it. Yeah. 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 The marriage of uh, digital and analog. Pretty cool stuff. Django Unchained. Django. Oh my God. Really, really good. That's Favorite that's Tarantino up there. movie. Oh man. I want to watch Django in the worst way. Django's incredible. Django's I, incredible. It seems so fascinating. I will never forget when my cousin went and saw that and took me and I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> I and she was 15. <laughs> I don't know about that she one. She was 15. Because again, it was my dad. It's my dad's best friend, my uncle Sport. It was his right. daughter, Nicole. And she mm -hmm. took me. And I'll never forget that. And I'm like, 
What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write that down and ask my dad later and look up the meaning. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that one. Well, well let's say I learned a lot from that movie yeah. and I don't use any of it. Because you can't. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, um, Pulp Fiction is just one of the greatest movies oh. of all time. But I, I feel so bad saying that because I feel like that's such a basic answer. Like, it's so played out, you know? Yes and no. Reservoir Dogs is really, really good. I still have never seen Reservoir Dogs. It is his first feature film. Yeah. Incredible. Really, really Isn't good. is the soundtrack to that movie fantastic? I'm not sure. Probably. The, the, the soundtrack to all Tarantino movies are fantastic. Well, yeah. I will say, this is my biggest embarrassment. I haven't seen any Kill Bills. That is my biggest Even I've seen Kill Bill. I've seen everything really? else. I've seen everything else. Haven't seen the Kill Bill. I'm honestly surprised just based on the fact that almost... Everyone. <laughs> no, not yeah. even that. I, can, I can't remember a year in my life in which I have not seen Kill Bill kidding? on TV that at least so once. That is so funny. It's okay. always on. At least once. It's, it's, it's always on yeah, yeah, some yeah. channel. TBS, yeah. like an a, um, IFC, an AMC. It's mm. one of those. Because then they can leave it they, well, some channels will leave it uncut and they won't take out the curse words and replace mm. it with like rubber chicken instead of, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's one Maybe that they swap it out with. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I've watched Kill Bill since I was like eight. Yeah. Wow. I think that was uh, the it's first just Tarantino always on. Movie. So it's like you and watching these iconic movies at the age of eight. Well, I don't know, because I started watching anime at that, nine. That was uh, when he yeah. gained consciousness. Yeah. Like, when you just sit in he kindergarten one day and you wake up, <laughs> you're like, huh? Wait a minute. I, I think it was Kill Bill. <laughs> honestly, I think second grade is the first, the, the year where I was, obviously I was sentient before, but mm. that was the grade in which I was like, oh, I have opinions. Mm, interesting. And not just like what other people told me. Right, right, that, right. That's when I, you know. Preschool. When you had opinions? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I'll never forget that because I was playing with a giant thing of Legos and some kid came over with a dinosaur and broke the built the tower I was building. Mm-hmm. And so I took the dinosaur and hit him in the head with it. <laughs> that's like, not I, having I an grabbed, opinion. That's just... No, like, I, no, like, I, just I just hit him in the head with yeah, a dinosaur. Yes, I just think they remember that. Like four-year-old me or five-year-old however. I took it and I held this T-Rex and I looked at it. And I remember I like, turned it around and I started looking at it. I'm like... I've played with this toy a thousand times and this looks different. And I took, and I took it out of my pile of Legos that he had broken. And then I just bop right on the head. <laughs> like, and I, and I made that cause I remember I made the conscious decision of you annoyed me. Bam. Wow. And I whacked him right in the middle of the forehead with it. Mouth open and everything. It's a on strong the dinosaur, not the kid. Yeah. <laughs> did it, did it bite down? Did it chomp down? I wish. <laughs> No, that would that would be like one of those preschoolers though that did think they were a dinosaur and actively mm. try to bite the other kids. Mm. That would be like that. No, I hated I those kids. That. My brother was one of those kids. My cousin was one of those kids. I'm sorry. Yeah. You gotta They're have biters fun. in the and, world. And they say bullying so. shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> those kids bully. Bully them. The biters. And help them. Yes. And again, sometimes they grow up they to be, to you know, somehow. PhD students and, <laughs> and things like that. So I don't know. Maybe we should just leave them, leave them to their devices. I mean, their child's true. brother knows. See, my take in life well though is steamed. everyone should be bullied at least a little bit because you can get thick skin out of it and you can learn how to take an insult and throw one back. Is this like? Uh, I, I, I'm assuming you're you're not an only child. Oh, I am. You are. Yeah. That's very surprising. That's very surprising. I feel like. 
I feel like I have a pretty good eye for only children versus kids with a lot of siblings. Generally, you can tell. I feel like that's what you're talking about, though, is like, yeah, everyone like that should at least at some point have like an older brother, or older sibling in their life. Be a little bullied. Like, yeah, just a little bit. I'm not saying anything mean, but, you know, like you try to go up the stairs, someone butts in front of you and kind of like pushes you behind them, something like that. And then mm. you come right, right back up behind him and throw him a shoulder. I feel right like the, right back to him. Like that, something like that, that sounds less like bullying and sounds more like just being aware that everything in the world will not be perfect for you all well, the that time. Too, but yeah. Also, if someone just starts talking, you know, I suppose, mad yeah. crap, throw yeah, it right yeah, yeah. back. I feel like that's just standing up for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just knowing how to, well, you know. That's fair. Because that's, that's the response to bullying. Because so. that's the thing. I feel like a lot of only children, like I remember one time at summer camp. Stand there. What are you going to do? Stand there and cry? Yeah. I was, uh, I was almost aged out. I was 11 or 12. And uh, one of the younger kids, he was probably like six or seven. Uh, someone just walked up to him and they took the toy that he was using without asking. Classic. Textbook example. Mm-hmm. Textbook. Right. And instead of being like, hey, I was using that, or going to up to a counselor and being like, hey, can you tell that they, like, they took my toy? Yeah. Or just whatever. They just fell to their knees and wailed. <laughs> the loudest, just the loudest like, banshee oh, scream no. I've ever heard. Whomp of the knees at the <laughs> yeah. ground. You're- like, <laughs> inconsolably, inconsolably, they, they, they gave it back, still wailing. They gave it back, gave him a juice box, whatever, still inconsolable, just screaming his head off. And I turned to one of my friends and I was like, that kid's an only child. Yes. <laughs> that kid does not have any siblings. Yes. hundred percent. Yep. And so that's basically what I mean. Well, see, I think it's also halfway because my parents were like almost like a Latina family. If you ever are you the guys, sandals? <laughs> are you guys familiar with minor league baseball at all? Well, a there's a double A team out of San Antonio called the Flying Chancalas, <laughs> and that is that is their team name. And it's the yeah. San Antonio Flying Chancletas, and their their actual mascot is a sandal. Is the abuelita? <laughs> Wait, the does, abuelita, the matriarch no of the family. That is the line on the. MILB.com website amazing. for the San Antonio Flying Chunklitas. Wow. wow. That is beautiful. So does she like, does she throw her chunklas at people? I, in the I hope to God she does. I mean, I can imagine she wouldn't. I mean, I know. My the God, only thing that should stop that is a sniper with a slipper. <laughs> my dad was a sniper with a slipper. I'll never forget. I was eight years old. It was Christmas. And I took a, I took like a candy cane or something off the tree when I wasn't supposed to. And I ate it. Because it was part of the deck. Like, I ate it mm-hmm. and I was walking to the stairs and I'll never forget. He picked me. He headshot me with his slipper. <laughs> and, and it's not Were like he threw going it. Fast? Yeah. I was yeah. running to the stairs. And it's not like he threw it with intent to hurt, but he threw it with such pinpoint accuracy. <laughs> it caught the eight year old me so off guard. Yeah. I genuinely turned around and went. Yeah. I was like. Mouth gasp. It was like George W. But yeah. he just threw shoot me. <laughs> he just threw shoot Except me. Except you didn't dodge it. Well, yeah, exactly. You just got headshotted. Yeah. That's wild. Wow. That's a superpower. That is. It That's is. impressive. I hope to I hope to gain that power one day. <laughs> Go out on the range with with your slippers, a bucket full of slippers. Exactly. Get it get a spotter. Oh, nice. One fifty yards. Yeah. <laughs> Slight right. wind aim yeah, up yeah. two degrees. You're about two, two inches left. Good yes. line. That's a uh, good elevation. Two inches left. That's funny. That's funny. Open a hatchet throwing range, but instead of hatchets, it is slippers. Bro, don't even hatchet the book. <laughs> Gas. Oh, I love that book. 
you know. That book is so good. Someone brought that up to me the other day, the book Hatchet. I don't even, it was by Gary someone. I always Gary Paulson. Gary Paulson, that's it. I'll never forget that book. Goaded book. So strange, though, to read as like a nine year old. (laughs) Well, 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 how the turntables burn, child. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No one else can see me, but I'm, my eyes are frantically darting back and forth. Now I know how it feels to be Luigi on the other side of this. Oh, well. (laughs) Goaded book. You'll have to explain. Absolutely wonderful. I walk both worlds. I think uh, everybody should read Hatchet in middle school. Oh, yes. It's like a classic middle school text. Yes. Bird Child's eyes are still darting all still over the place. Anyway, it's a fantastic book. Uh, Basically, we'll, we'll, a teenager gets stranded in the middle of the Yukon? The, I think it's the Canadian wilderness of some it's in form. The, it's in the Canadian wilderness. Okay. Okay. He's going to visit his dad, and his plane crashes. Yeah, okay. and the only thing he has is the, like the hatchet that his dad gave him. Yep. And yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That and, he, and he has to survive. Very fun. Yeah. It's a very excellent. It's a, it's a fun read. Isn't Have you read the uh, there's, sequel okay. to it? So there's a couple of sequels, and yeah. there's also an alternate ending book sequel yes. called Brian's Winter. Yes, I've read that. Um, I also read Brian's Winter, and it is they're both phenomenal together. Um, it's one of the few times I've seen a book where they have the ending, and then everybody was really upset. So the author was like, "All right, <laughs> never mind." I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it right now. And he, and he retcons the ending of the original book and wow. makes a second one, which I think wow. is really cool because yeah. it very rarely happens. Yes, that does very rarely happen. And I, want, I have to wonder why, you know? I mean, typically because, like, why would you go and rewrite a book that you've already yeah. written? You know, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm done with a project, I usually don't like to go back yeah. to it. Oh, dude, you're telling me. <laughs> you're preaching in the choir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You don't think it shows, I, I, not to be pejorative or anything, but like a, like a lack of, of integrity standing by, uh, you know, standing behind your work. I often, I would think it shows a little bit more, honestly, because more if, humility. if you, if you admit like, Hey, this was, this was just a bad, end. Mm. like I'm going to do it. Like if it just objectively was. Yeah. It's like if you like, admit it, I okay. think that that's the way to go. I, okay. You so, know? so you're saying if it's not like fan service yeah. and it is genuinely a better and a more authentic expression. Okay. I appreciate that. I can definitely appreciate that. That is, that does sound noble. Yeah. I'm I'm all for stand by your work. Sure. When you screw up, you screw up and you got it. So stand by your mistakes then. Yeah. All right. I like it. That's a nice spin on that. Stand by your work, but also stand by, stand up, stand up. What is it? Help me out here. Stand by your work. Stand stand by your mistakes. Take, take responsibility for your actions. I like it. I like it. Just do right. Do right by and you, if you do yourself wrong, and your others and others. Do it again and do it right. Yeah. I like that. Well, I think that's a good note to leave off on. I would I would agree. So, I would agree. I would agree with that. Well, uh, we'll call it there. Thank you very much for coming on, this Lord been, Lion King. This has been a fun one last run with you boys. Well, we sincerely my, my appreciate my college it. children. <laughs> Perhaps one day in the in the future. Distant. We'll, we'll come back for a reunion. That would be hopefully. lovely. And uh hopefully I'll have a job by then. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> 90, the Lord Lion Ninety-three applications <laughs> in. Are you serious? Dead. Dead serious. I've wow. been denied from 14. And the rest I have yet to hear from. That is how bad the market is. 93. Wow. And it's not like I'm putting all my horses in one. That's yeah. split between like government work for legislation and, you know, government affairs 
bunch of different research, bunch of different stuff like criminal investigator work right, right. and broadcast media from my time here. That's splitting between both. Wow. That is, yeah. Woof. Wow. Yeah. Woof. Well, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Yeah, you guys are entering college at the right time. <laughs> I am leaving at the worst wrong time. <laughs> That's rough. Bum, 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 bum. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was unplanned. I want to stress that was unplanned. Beautiful. We just say great minds. Think that was. The, I think that was one of the few times that all three of us have clicked on a reference. And yes. that's not really a reference per se. You know what I mean? A I mean, anyway. I mean, look, it's the Price is Right side. Of it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that counts. I would too. Well, thank you again, everyone. We really appreciate it. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And this officially concludes uh, the guest gauntlet. We just had to have the Lord Lion King back He's one more time. He's too special to us. Thank you, Laddies. He's too important. This has been fun. We with that, thank you once again for listening. If you aren't following us on Instagram and or Twitter, you should do Twitter. so. At underscore podcast for updates and things of that nature. With that being said, we'll be on next week, same time, Saturday at 11 a.m. Thank you again for listening. Have a happy, healthy, safe rest of your day. Make it as good as you can make it. Have a great summer. Hags! Doodles! (laughs)